Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon, and we love talking about baseball. So the pinch hitter is one of the more mythologized kind of players in baseball, I feel like. You know, you see it so often in any kind of media surrounding baseball where it's like a movie or a show. You have that, like, legendary at bat by the pinch hitter that comes up and gets the big hit. But when you actually look at, like, what the average pinch hitter does throughout the season, it's it's really not that much, actually. Well, actually, they most of the time, they sit there and they watch the game, and, and hopefully at some point, uh, if they're needed, the manager will tap them on the shoulder and say, okay, go up there and do that mm-hmm. and, and, and do your pinch hit thing. And I'm not trying to, like, not talk about it like it's hard. Like, I certainly think it's one of the more difficult things because – you, pretty much the majority of your at-bats come at a point where you're not into the flow of the game. You're just going to get up and try and get a hit off the pitcher. Right, and and if you're if you're in a pinch hitting role, that means you're not an everyday player, mm-hmm. and that means that probably you're not one of the best players on the team. Certainly, that would be easy to say. Because if you were, if you were really that good of a hitter, they would get you into the lineup every day. Not like. You know, once in a while. And then that way, baseball is very democratic, right? If you yes. hit a lot, you're going to play a lot. So They'll find it, a spot for you. Absolutely. So uh, the guy that had the most pinch hits in the in his career is also the guy that had the most pinch hit at bats. And and I think a theme that's going to come through here is, is if, if you get up a bunch of times as a pinch hitter, you're going to get some hits. And the all-time record for career hits is 212. So it's not that it's many. It's not that many. Like, that, I think that's the problem with that. But we were meant – but pinch hits because of where they come in the game are almost always remembered a lot more because you don't have pinch hits for meaningless bats a lot of meaningless at bats the vast majority of the time no, usually they're pretty important and 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 the pinch hit grand slam right now that's that's you know the ultimate and and that's happened surprisingly you know a lot in in the history of baseball and for a career the most pinch hit grand slams um is three which is pretty amazing that you got up three different times and considering how few mo- how few guys hit grand slams generally yeah it is and, and gates brown uh, and uh, was a uh, a detroit tiger and he was a pinch hit specialist uh for them and if you look back at his career i think he hit 257 for his career he when did he play he played in, for the 68 tigers okay. before and, and after um was was always just an, another play and had a very good year in 1968 uh but a pretty unremarkable career in every other way but he had a lot of pinch hitting he's the guy that has the most pinch hitting appearances in the american league most mm-hmm. at bats at 400 and certainly you would say that if you were a regular pinch hitter you're probably going to get more pinch at bats hit at bats with you know the bases loaded compared to some guy that almost never does it it's it's definitely a kind of a numbers game unfortunately so there are um if you think about careers and all that that so there certainly are no no guys in cooperstown that are pure pinch hitters um which makes sense just generally the perspective of you don't have enough opportunities to put together a hall of fame career if you were good enough if you were that good of a pinch hitter you would be an everyday position player like we already said there have been a few players however who um are very good players and one that i i think we'd all agree is going to be a uh, a first ballot hall of famer who is not yet in the hall of fame who had a remarkable season pinch hitting 
The year was 2017, and Ichiro had 100 pinch hit at bats for the Marlins. Yeah, that's not an insignificant number, certainly. Like, I mean, that's almost you know you'd consider like like a fifth to a sixth of a season for a regular player. And I kind of hate to say it, but I don't remember the 2017 Marlins being very good. And you think Ichiro was that a guy that you wanted on the bench to have 100 pinch hit at bats, or maybe he should have been playing some more? I mean, he obviously how many hits did he end up having? Well, it's that's it's interesting that you mentioned that because he was in the running for the all-time major league single season record for pinch hmm. hits, which is 28, held by John Vanderwall of the Phillies back in the 70s. Uh, Ichiro had, was two behind, but he didn't pass them. But had he done that in the last 12 games, I think he had 26 with 12 to go, he would be the guy that has the most hits in a season, and then he would be the guy that has the most pinch hits in a season, but which he Which would be in an, in, in an interesting career distinction, but I think unfortunately for, who do you say, Johnny Vanderwall was the guy that- John Vanderwall, yeah. Yeah, who, who has the single season record. Unfortunately, that's not a rather, you know- famous distinction for him. Well, I have the most career pinch hits in a single season. Oh, I think John Vanderwell loves the fact that he holds oh, that record. I'm sure we're does. talking about well, him, so he's doing good right now. Right, but I'm saying <laughs> at the same time, that's not exactly that impressive of a record, I feel um, like. And so in looking at the other guys, by the way, there was only one other guy that I thought, um, Smokey Joe Burgess, who was a catcher uh, back in the 40s all the way until the 60s, um, had, a, had a very good uh, career as a pinch hitter after he was a very solid major league catcher. Not a Hall of Famer, not trying to say he was was, but kind of did both things and did them both very well, and it's up there in the all-time uh, career pinch hit list. Now, I certainly think you would have more famous pinch hitters had the AL not moved to the DH, because you essentially cut the pinch hitter out of an entire league. Well, well you bring up a great point, and I was going to ask you that. So this year, right, is the first year that we have the universal DH for both leagues, and so given uh, my guess is, is that pinch hitting appearances overall in the season could be as many as... 75% of all pinch hit at bats in the na- in the National League before that. Maybe a little less. Maybe, I, I would actually have guessed even higher. Okay, so somewhere in that range. So that would say that if it's half the, the league, is you know, half all the players, there should be about three-eighths less or so pinch hits. You know, this year, that's up 37 40% less pinch hit appearances in this year. Which that's, is, a, yeah, and, and, and no. certainly having watched a bunch of the games this year, I think you're you're seeing less specific pinch hits and more guys getting swapped into the lineup as defensive replacements. So I I think what you might I think the, you might be seeing in the same way we're kind of seeing the death of the closer, we're witnessing the death of the pinch hitter. Yeah, no, I, that that was the point I was I was heading towards. I think they're they're increasingly irrelevant. And for those of us who've been watching baseball a long time, or and and, and that would be both of us, um, not to get to watch pitchers ever hit again. People say, well, you know, they're not good hits, but I'm going to miss hitting some of the and you know, watching some of the good pitchers. You know, get up there and bat. Madison Bumgarner has 19 career home runs. I think dude could just. Hit. He probably would have been, if he had been a regular everyday position player, probably would have been a pretty good hitter, considering how good of a hitter he was while still being a pitcher. But we also know that pitchers, uh, uh, as a former one, you know this, they dissuade you from hitting earlier and earlier, right? So, you know, they want you just and, concentrating uh, and, on hitting. And, unless you're good enough to be playing the field when you're not pitching they generally don't bother with you hitting because you're just it's it doesn't make sense you know starting in high school basically why are you going to give a kid that's only playing a third of the games at bats when you can DH for him too in those games. Well, the, and the guys that are specialist pinch hitters today, I, I don't know that they're going to be specialist pinch hitters that are on the roster, that you can be that one-dimensional and have a guy who's one of your 25 players simply be the guy to get up and pinch hit. The same way you used to have probably most teams back in the days probably had a pinch hitter and a pinch runner. You'd have a guy that was oh, probably yeah. responsible right. for both of those things. And now, 
I mean, look, a guy like Billy Hamilton, who essentially should be that, gets designated for assignment with like three days on the Mets, basically. So single season records um, are, are interesting. And the and because, of course, as a Met fan, this this is a guy I watched play. It came up with the Mets at 19 in their first year in 62. Ed Cranepool, who is uh, still with us, uh, glad to hear, and uh, had a 485 average in 1974 for the Mets as a pinch hitter. So uh, that's ridiculous, actually, because I, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many at bats he had. I don't think he had m- many more than fifty at bats or sixty yeah, at bats. It, but, but still, but still, to be that good over that small a sample size, and it's not like. And the thing is, is because of the way you pinch hit. You can't be like, oh, it was just like a hot streak because it wasn't like he had all of those at bats grouped together at one time. They were spread out probably over almost the full season. And he was a, um, you know, a, a, a average major league first baseman, I would say. No, you know, not had some good years hitting, never was a power hitter. Uh, he was very good at pinch hitting and Met fans have been lucky over the years uh, or, or maybe cursed because we've always had to have a good pinch hitter <laughs> on the team because maybe uh, our team really needed to get the run somehow. Uh, Rusty Staub, mm-hmm. who was a, another almost guy, you know, had a had a long career as a pinch hitter for the Mets and holds some pinch hitting records for that team. Lenny Harris, obviously, is the guy that has the most uh, at-bats and the most hits that we said before 212 hits as a pinch hitter for a bunch of teams yeah which I mean, you don't you don't hang around with the one team yeah but yeah but a guy like that is, is you're destined if you're a great pinch hitter you're gonna be swapping from team to team because good teams will always be looking to pick up your services because you're a useful player to have around and and uh you know hitting uh in, uh, as, as a pinch hitter uh, for too many teams uh, kind of says that you just didn't bring something I think to the table if you're a great pinch hitter at that time I don't know why you wouldn't have just stayed with that probably team. because you weren't good enough to warrant putting in the field you were probably too poor defensively to warrant putting in the field at any one position and you wouldn't be the DH in the American League because I would guess something about your your bat wasn't dynamic enough. Pinch hitters never struck me as guys that had big power, but you know they could hit a home run. They were never guys. You were never they were never home run hitter type guys, and you know they were never a guy that was going to hit. You know, if they batted a full season fit 300, except for maybe Ichiro, but he was only doing that because of that the age he was at in his career. But there are guys that would probably hit, you know, like 280. But a 280 guy that doesn't hit for a lot of power, that's not a guy you necessarily want in your lineup every day, especially if he's not playing stellar defense. That's a good point. You kind of want a guy that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. Yeah, if it, and that's the problem is there's sort of those in-betweener players. They're not going to hit for amazing power or amazing average or play amazing defense, but they're useful enough to have around. And the guys that probably stick around as pinch hitters probably have a propensity for finding ways to get hits in big situations. So, and here's because we talk about the American League and, and the all-time leader for most pinch hit home runs in a career is a guy you've watched play Hmm. he actually hasn't been retired for that long my guess is matt stairs that you are right on of course and he's got and this is hard to believe 23 yeah you know, pinch hit home runs, and he played. And I guess I don't remember him playing in the National League, but he played for he, both he leagues. He played the Nationals. He played for the Nationals for a bunch of years. Um, and he played for Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. But I remember him with the A's yeah. mostly. You know, and 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 twenty three is is the all time record combined. And then you've got a guy named Cliff Johnson, who was a a really good player uh, for. Toronto, uh, Chicago, Cleveland, and Oakland uh, back in the 70s. He's got 20 career pinch hit home runs. And somebody I've not heard of is the National League leader, somebody named Jerry Lynch. No. And and, I'm like, wow, he's got the most pinch hit home runs ever in the history of the National League. I've never heard of this guy. Because unfortunately, how many of those pinch hit home runs? One, that probably tells you that none of those pinch hit home runs were in the playoffs. 
No doubt. Like, no, cause, no cause, doubt. Because if there was one of them in the playoffs, he would be a lot more famous. I'll have to, I'll, I'd have to look up his league. But the point is not to, not we, to know a guy that has an obscure record like that. But it's, I think it's just such an obscure record because people just even – and if that shows anything, it shows how little importance we actually place on pinch hitting because it's – I think it's kind of like the lefty-righty matchup thing. How much of it is this just invisible advantage we've created in our heads? How much better is the – except in the cases where it was actually the pitcher batting, how much better was the pinch hitter than whatever guy he was batting for? Uh, I don't think they had the data sets to make those decisions exactly. for I, I'm a sure long, you, long time, I'm obviously. sure you could run simulations now that would compare using a pinch hitter in every one of these situations – as a, as compared to using your regular batter in that situation, and my guess is that it'd probably be close to pretty even. One, I, I'm guessing the pinch hitters would probably pull ahead because, on average, if you're willing to pinch hit for somebody, it probably means they're not the best hitter overall. And as time went on, it became even less important, right? And to today, to be a good hitter as a pitcher. So I think it just got worse and worse and worse, and the pinch hitters just had value. And also, what's also less in their value is you don't have guys on your team that hit 200 and play shortstop anymore. You don't have guys that are basically right, three outs that. in your lineup besides the pitcher. You don't get down to seven, eight, nine, which has changed the game in many ways, particularly for pitchers, because you don't have soft spots in the lineup. You can get you don't through. get a you don't get a cruise through the seven, eight, and nine spots, and that was something you could even done as early as you know twenty five, thirty years ago. Yes. Now, um, interesting, the pinch hit grand slams, which we talked about, um, the all-time leader with three, we mentioned that three is the number, is one of my uh, heroes growing up, and he played for the Giants with Willie Mays, and that was Stretch. Willie McCovey had three pinch hit So there's grand two slam. people with three pinch That's hit correct. There's oh, okay. I thought there was only three, one. And, and there's another guy who, again, tied him in the National League named Ron Northey. Huh. Right. Again. Yeah, so you go from a guy like Willie McCovey to a guy like Ron Northey, which tells you, pinch hit. I just, I think it just it, a lot of the stats just kind of show that it's being right place, right time, and being the guy that ends up delivering. And that that would be true because a guy that you saw play is mm. also tied with three in the American League. Mm. He played uh, for Cleveland and Seattle. Ben Broussard, yeah, had, had three pinch hit home runs. Uh, the guy, I mean, he had been to Grand Slams in his career. And Rich Reese, I remember just as a player for the Twins back in the, in the 70s. Uh, uh, and he also, you know, hit three <laughs> pinch hit. So what? It's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, so many guys have done this now that it's like, it, it's actually less impressive. It just, because now it even screams more. It's probably just a function of getting the most pinch hit at bats of three guys on base. And, and, and that is really, you know, the uh, most important thing to being a pinch hitter is having a lot of at-bats. And then your name will be on this list of a guy that had 100. I could name people on this list and you would know the all-time list to some degree, some of the players, but a lot of them you wouldn't. Because the other thing is that also what I'm guessing is a lot of pinch guys that get pinch hits at-bats are just older players and are no longer quite able to sustain the grind of every day. But you know what? He, like Todd Frazier. That's yeah. a guy that could be a pinch hitter. Yeah. Yeah, sure, he strikes out a lot. Right. But you know what? Dude knows how to handle the bat. And you would feel more, you'd be more confident having him up in a big pressure situation than, say, 
I, I guess he probably wouldn't have chased that curveball that Ramos <laughs> chased last night when he grounded to the double play. So um, you watched Mark Sweeney play a little bit. For the Royals, he, yeah. He, he is second all-time in uh, pinch hits uh, and also pinch hit appearances. Um, you don't remember Manny Moda. I remember him playing for the Dodgers, and Manny got a lot of at-bats and played in it. I think they brought him back in his 40s to play a game. But the rest of the thing, all the way down you know, to the 21st guy, Vic Davalio, who was a nice player, um, there's just a bunch of guys that had a lot of pinch hit at uh, appearances, played appearances, 500. 400 was probably the fewest there at Vic Davalio at 21 all-time on the pinch hit career list at 95 pinch hits. Yeah. So that's they're all contained between that and the 212. And ultimately, when you're looking at a lot of these, when you're looking at like what they would have done over a full season, it, it, would, it wouldn't be that impressive. No, no, their average would not be you know all that important, uh, or, or, or you know Good. something that would be be noted. Correct. Um, so uh, let's see a couple of other interesting things about pinch hits. Uh, career consecutive pinch hits in a career, like just so, so in terms of at bats. Yeah, right, right. Um, so. Most pinch hits consecutively, the all-time record in the National League is shared with Rusty Staub nah. and Dave Philly, and that's eight in a row. That's a statistical fluke, but impressive. So, yeah, right. So in eight different games. He got up, got his pinch hit, and got a hit. Right, because you can only pinch hit once in a game. Yep, yeah, yeah, every at-bat after that is no longer pinch hitting. Uh, and then there are three guys tied in the American League. Actually, that is something I'm curious about. So how do, they, how do they differentiate between – so pinch hitting means that he's just coming up, right, taking the at-bat, and then somebody would be taking his spot then. Right, and then if he stays in the game, it's he not, becomes a position player. He's but, no longer a pinch hitter. That's what I'm asking, though. So if you come in for somebody, is that pinch hitting or is that just substituting for them? Uh, that, that still goes as a pinch hitting. Appearance. And only if you come up for them in the lineup before you go out into the field. Right, right. I think if you went into the, the, to be a defensive substitution. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, if you go out to center field and come up the next inning, that's not a pinch hit at bat. But if you hit for them and then go out to center field, that is a pinch hit at bat. And, and here's another anomaly. So we, we talked about Ichiro having 100 pinch hit at bats in 2017. But the most pinch hit games in a season is Lenny Harris, it says in Baseball Almanac, with 95 in 2001. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. How could – what? where did Ichiro pinch hit in, in this 100 and he, and, and he had 95? But then how did – One is pinch hit at bats and one is pinch hit games. If you can only be a pinch hitter one time, I don't know how the record could be, you know, both. I'm not sure how that works either. So there, there's some uh, some anomalies in the, in the record keeping there. Um, and the most pinch hit at bats in the American League uh, is 72 by a guy you've never heard of named Dave Philly. And it's not spelled like the Philadelphia Phillies. It's P-H-I-L-L-E-Y. Oh, okay. No, no, no. See, I'm looking at the data here. So Suzuki had 100 plate appearances, okay. but he only had 91 at bats. But still, he had 100 appearances as a pinch hitter. So so uh, is, I don't understand the gains. If Lenny Harris had 95 games as a pinch hitter, I'm not sure what the distinction is. Did he have, you know, other games that he – Or are they counting – or are they doing what I'm saying and Ichiro pinch hit for somebody and then continue to yeah, at bat? So they just – because technically those are still pinch hit at bats. I'll have to check on that and get back to you folks. But uh, most importantly, I think both of us feel that pinch hitting is uh, a dying art. It's going to be going more and more out of style and you can no longer be on a major league roster and have that as your talent. Pinch hits and lefty one out guys are going going out of the way. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, the, the biggest, you know, at bat of the year this year is probably going to be a pinch hitting at bat in, in, in the playoffs uh, at that critical moment because that seems <laughs> Which to Which is why I think it'll to. never entirely fade away. It's too 
the element of pinch hitting is too integral to storytelling to ever completely fade from the consciousness of baseball. The idea of being able to have someone come up instead and take up the important at bat when you're telling narratives specifically surrounding about baseball how do you pass that up? It's so, There's so much you can tie into that. So I don't think they'll ever completely fade. It won't just go away. Where I think like things like that one guy that would come in to get the one out for the lefty, that could fade from the consciousness of baseball. The specialist will, will be gone, but you're still going to have situations where a guy's getting a day off and he's sitting there in the eighth and he got his bat in the dugout and yeah. they bring in the or pitcher. They, and you're, you, you're, had the, you had the guy that's injured and he's not playing that game, but he gets up to gut you out that one at bat, yeah, a la Kurt Gibson. Or Clay Bellinger sitting on the bench in the eighth inning and you know if you're the opposition that he's in there. And so how you're going to play your pitching is going to be important enough to think, hey, we know he's in there. It's a one-run game. It might, yeah, it could be something as simple as he's the fourth outfielder He's not playing today, but he could get up and pinch hit for your weak hitting. Short. Always looming in the background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, or, or it's a lefty-righty matchup, and you're able to exploit it. So here's, here's the advice. Uh, as we say again, if you're, uh, if you're a pinch hitter, you better find other things to do well because you're not going to last long in the majors. And um, we'll take you out with one of the most famous calls of all time in the World Series, Kirk Gibson hitting a pinch hit home run off Dennis Eckersley in the 1988 World Series called by the late, great Jack Buck. Still gives me chills every time. Gibson swings and a fly ball to deep right field. This is going to be a home run. Unbelievable. A home run for Gibson. And the Tigers have won the game. Five to four. I don't believe what I just saw. I don't believe what I just saw. One of the most remarkable finishes to any World Series game. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at AlmostCoop.